0: What is going on ladies, gentlemen, listeners of the Dindas podcast, what is going on, how is everybody doing, I hope you're doing good, I am myself, I'm not doing very well, I'm a little bit ill, but we can keep going, we're gonna keep going, we're gonna keep making this podcast because that's what's very important to me, I didn't really do much this weekend because of the illness, I basically slept the whole day on Sunday and uh, Saturday wasn't much better. I started doing this uh, Lego build. I bought the McLaren Formula One car. It's really fucking cool. It's really fucking big as well. So I need to figure out where I'm going to place it because it is fucking massive. And right now it's semi done on my, on my desk. And I need to figure out a way to first off finish it. But then also, yeah, like, like I said, need to find a way where I can place it because my room is getting very full right now and I don't really know where to fucking put that shit. But hey, those are those are troubles for, uh, for later. Again, how is everybody doing? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're not ill like me because it sucks. It's really fucking terrible. Even though it, it's going better and better every fucking minute, I guess. I'm getting into the groove of things, so to speak. And when I get into the groove, things are always pretty okay to do. So yeah, that's pretty much it for now. I, I, I want to keep talking to you, but I don't really know what to talk about. So let's jump into the first question of the day, of course. Coming from the AskReddit subreddit, asked by user Theus. And they ask, what food doesn't taste as good as it used to? This is a very interesting question, because it is comparing things to back in the day. And to me, the answer to this would basically be anything like... So many things have changed recipe uh, in the last couple of years, making them taste incredibly different because we are working towards this sugar-free future, you know what I mean? So lots of things are getting rid of sugar and replacing it with sweeteners. And to me, sweeteners just taste fucking terrible. So I had a vitamin water a couple of days ago and man, it sucked. I am a big fan of vitamin water, but having that vitamin water but now with sweeteners, it makes no sense to me. Stop doing that I don't like the taste of sweeteners it sucks it it just makes things taste so differently to me. I don't know what it is, but like to me when you add sweetener to something, it immediately I can taste the sweetener and that is what makes this whole thing really bad to me it's such a annoying thing because again i can just taste this sweetener and it sucks and we have this drink here called toxi and it's like a it's like a fruity drink it's very hard to compare it to something else but anyways it is a drink that you get here as a child and then you basically grow up with this and they also changed the recipe to have like a 0% 0% sugar type thing. And they also add sweetener and it sucks. It just is terrible. And we also have this thing called uh, Double Frizz. They also have a now a zero calorie, no sugar added thing. And it just sucks. I don't want it. Why the fuck is it here? I don't want it. Just, just keep the thing. Yes, there is sugar, but that's fine. You drink a couple of glasses a day, it's fine. We can have some sugar in our lives. But having the sweetener added, it just sucks. It, it, I just don't want it. I don't want it. So going back to the question, as by Fayus, what food doesn't taste as good as it used to? I would say that a couple of drinks, like most drinks, don't taste as well as they used to, because they're replacing all the sugar with sweeteners, and sweeteners just taste fucking terrible. So I'm talking about vitamin water, I'm talking about taxi, I'm talking about double frizz. Like all those things suck. Because they have taken away the sugar and added sweeteners. And the sweeteners just don't don't taste as good as sugar does. So that would be my answer to you, Faye Hutz. Thank you for your question. Moving on to the second question of today coming from user Stellar Being. Stellar Dash Being, I should say. What TV series are you loving right now? There are a couple of TV shows that I'm loving right now. And for one, that would be She-Hulk. Like, right now, She-Hulk is going on, and I am really enjoying myself with that show. And it's the thing that some people are having an issue with, with the MCU, because, of course, the MCU is going on for, like, 12 years now, and we're going in so many different directions. But I, myself, am enjoying that. I think that it is such a fun thing that we can deviate from the normal action-based entries into a more... Comedy, like a more comedy-based thing, in She-Hulk, and it's also like not it is related, of course, to the MCU, and it's it's in the MCU, but also it is very much something that's on its own, and I really like how She-Hulk is incorporating other MCU parts in the show, and of course we had the Megan the Stallion twerking scene. Which broke the internet because it's like, oh, Marvel is making the character twerk. And just like, man, everybody's taking their shit way too serious. Just calm down a little bit. Make sure that you're enjoying yourself doing stuff. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, we need to find a way where we don't have to take everything so serious and we can just enjoy ourselves. And that's what I'm doing with She-Hulk right now. So that is one of the shows that I'm really enjoying right now. Um I wanna give a shout out to Dynasty, which just had their final episode this past weekend, and they had a very good ending, which brought basically everything together and gave everybody a happy ending, which was very nice of them to do. I really loved that show and it's sad to see it go. But they did five years and they did five seasons, so they did get a pretty long, they got a pretty long tail to to work with. So yes, I I really think the dynasty had such a good time in these past couple of seasons. It's sad that they had to go, especially after not getting like a final season. Final season. I know that they did get the no notification that they weren't gonna do a new season like halfway through this season. So they had like some time to prepare. But yeah, that so again, they got that happy ending and that was really nice of them so that they can do that. So I am I have been enjoying that show very much. So I'm also really enjoying Ink Master because that is back right now. They have a different host, different judges. Ryan Ashley is back, which I, I love Ryan Ashley. You know, she did Ink Master Angels as well. And Eggmaster Angels was such a fantastic show as well. So I'm glad that they're finally back with a new season after some turmoil with previous um, judges and stuff like that. So that's why they have new judges. But I feel like it's 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 been good this season so far. We had some fun challenges. We are seeing fantastic tattoos because basically all the people that are back now are basically all-stars with some of them... Even being in like the top three of their season, which is fucking crazy. So it's really cool to see them back and doing very well. So yeah, I'm very excited to see what this season is going to bring. How this season is going to wrap up. Are we going to get like one of those big live show things? Who knows? I don't think we will, but maybe we will. I don't know. We're going to see, we're going to see, we're going to see what the future will bring. So, going back to the question as by user Stellar Dash Being, what TV series are you loving right now? Very much loving She Hulk right now. It's different than any other MCU property that we've had so far. It's very comedy based. It's super fun to have like this case of the week type thing going on while also still having like an overarching story. We're gonna see where this ends up. And there are some hints towards certain people being like the big bad guy and stuff like that. But we we, we have to see how that will develop in the next couple of weeks. I really did love Dynasty for the five seasons it has been on TV. It's sad to see it go, but it's the thing that CW is doing. They're selling the network, so they had to cancel a whole bunch of shows. So all these... Fantastic shows on the CW got cancelled, and then are now making, basically making way for a completely different uh, demographic. So therefore, Dynasty had to go, and then therefore Dynasty had its final season this past week, and and it's 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 great. Dynasty has been great. I really love the ending. It was a very much a happy ending for most of the characters involved. So that was great. I also am loving. The new season of Ink Master, it's great to see that Ink Master is back. I really love the show, Ink Master. And seeing them back and thriving with new challenges and fantastic tattoos is absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, uh, it's great. I hope that we're going to get more Ink Masters. Hopefully, we're going to get some more like spin-offs like Ink Master Angels and stuff like that to keep this show going in multiple directions. So, yeah. That would be my answer to you, stellar being. Thank you for your question. Moving on to the third question of today coming from user Diamond Runner, 2002 and They ask, what would happen to religion if it were definitely proved God wasn't real? It depends on how it is proven that God isn't real. Because if it was scientifically proven that God isn't real, then people will still find a way to... Make sure that, like, oh, no, it's because God is a new being, of a higher being, whatever, and therefore you cannot find him in scientific whatever. I feel like religion is such a weird thing where it is very much based on, it's based on belief, right? It's based on nothing, really. Ancient texts that we refer to when it comes to religion, which, of course, is cool and all, but, like it's basically based on nothing, right? It's based on us not knowing certain things and based on us wanting an explanation for things we cannot explain. And that's where religion takes place. So I feel like there is no real way for you to prove that God isn't real in the eyes of these people. Like, again, how the fuck are we going to prove or disprove that God is real? Right? The only, I think the only way for us to prove that God isn't real is if we would find extraterrestrial life, something like that. Because that way we can actually have like a definitely proven thing of, hey, this is what is going on. Because with religion, it's mostly based on us being the only ones out there. So if we find extraterrestrial life, then that would disprove some form of religion or at least to a certain point. So that would be my answer, I guess. But for the most part, yeah, I would think that if it's definitely proven that God wasn't real, like, I don't think there is a way for you to prove that God isn't real. Because again, like I'm saying, belief is based on belief. It is based on nothing. It's based on the fact that you don't see him, but he is out there and yada, yada, yada. So I feel like there is no real way for you to be like, hey, this isn't real or this is real and therefore XYZ. I think that there, there needs to be, like, again, there needs to be, by definite proof, I think it has to be like extraterrestrial life. And even with that, I feel like there is still people that will probably go on and be like, hey, no, because XYZ is the thing and therefore there could be more life forms out there, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, I I don't think that there is going to be a thing because there is no way for you to prove that God isn't real. Because, again, it's based on nothing. So if you go scientifically based on, like, hey, um, these stories aren't true and therefore God isn't real, like, that doesn't make any sense. There is no way for you to prove that God isn't real by just scientifically proving it, right? So going back to the question, as by Diamond Runner 2002, what would happen to religion if it were definitely proved god wasn't real i don't think you can prove that god isn't real in any way shape or form only if we find extraterrestrial life then there would be some form of thought put in place to be like hey what the fuck is going on because we were supposed to be the only ones out there but we're not so i only think that that is one of the fucking things that we can bring up but other than that i don't really think that there is much for us to much for us to say, because again, religion is basically based on belief and on trusting in a higher power that you cannot feel or see per se, and therefore, therefore, it doesn't really matter to them if it's real, yes or no, or at least there is no way for you to prove if it's real or no. So that will be answered to you, Diamond Runner Two Thousand Two. Thank you for your question. Moving on to the fourth question of today, coming from user Sinliciously. And they ask, men of Reddit, what is something you wish other men would stop doing? Behaving like absolute dickheads? It is a very big issue for me that men behave like absolute fucking pigs when they're around women. And, like, one of the biggest examples of this is that men always think that they are the end-all-be-all. And when a woman denies them and just says no, they immediately turn on them. And then they go, oh, you're an ugly bitch anyway. And I'm just like, why the f- why? Why is that necessary? Why is that necessary? Is that to make yourself feel better? Do you feel better now that you're insulting a woman? For what? You insulted her for no fucking reason, dude. Like there are so many things that you can say. Like just take your loss, bro. Just go. Okay, well that's fine. I'm sorry. You know, sorry to bother you. Whatever. Don't fucking turn on her immediately after she said no. There's no need for you to do that. Also, why the fuck are we catcalling women, right? They don't have to whistle them. They're not dogs. Stuff like that. Like, why are we doing this? Why are we making w- women feel uncomfortable just existing? It makes no sense to me. Why are we doing this? You're asserting dominance for what? Asserting dominance for no fucking reason. That's what you're doing. So that that I can be long and short about this. I'm going to read some of the comments because this might be very interesting. Oh, this one is also pretty good. True truster, not washing hands after using public re- bathrooms. Very much so. You gotta wash your hands, dude. Don't be dirty. Um Blow Man Salad says stop hitting on other dudes' girlfriends. Some guys take this as a challenge, and it's pretty fucked up. That is pretty fucked up. I've never really seen that before, but that's fucked up, yes. Again, this basically comes down to what I said earlier. Coming from relevant-quality2196, they say, I wish y'all would stop trying to be Mr. Tough, Arrogant Guy when an attractive woman is in your present. Yeah, why the fuck are we doing that? Again, this is coming back to, again, what I what I said. It's one of those things where, why, why are we pretending to be tough guys? I don't think that women find it more attractive. They probably find you more ar- arrogant and find you more annoying. So stop doing that. And then this is the final one I'm going to talk to you about here from C Golden 34 and they say being overly horny and hitting on women non-stop will clearly are uncomfortable. It's hard to watch. Again, coming back to the thing that I said, just be normal around women. Why the fuck are we being such fucking idiots when we're around women? I get that women are attractive and stuff like that, but why are we fucking idiots around them? Just behave normally. You don't have to do up this fucking whole persona of you being a tough guy and being the the big guy in town. No! Nobody fucking cares about you. Nobody cares about your fucking stupid ideas. It's not necessarily. Just behave normal. Just behave normal and we will get there eventually. You know what I mean? If they are attracted to you, they will let you know. Just say, hey, I'm attracted to you. And if they reciprocate, then that's good. If they don't, And that's bad. And you go, okay, well, that's fine. And just move on. So going back to the question, as by Sinliciously. Men of Reddit, what is something you wish other men would stop doing? Again, for me, it's just behave normally around women. I don't want men to be fucking idiots when they go up to a woman and they get denied. And then they go, well, you stupid bitch, ugly. Why the fuck are you even talking to me? You don't have to be arrogant, bro. You got denied. Just take it and move on with your life because nobody gives a fuck. Just behave like a normal human being. Thank you for your question. And now, moving on to the final question of the Ask Reddit subreddit for today, coming from user Ayushi. And they ask, do you guys care about breast sizes? If so, why? To me, I care a little about breast sizes. Like, I'm a boob person. and I think I've said this on the podcast in the past before. I'm a boob person, so I do like having boobs. But I've also noticed that I have been attracted to women that have smaller breasts. So I don't really... Overall, I don't really care. Like, it's one of those things where it's... If if I could choose the perfect person, she would have, like, bigger breasts, I guess. But then I meet somebody in real life and be like, Oh, well, that girl is awesome, you know what I mean? And then I go, well... She doesn't really have that big boobs. But it doesn't bother me at that time. So I think that... Again, overall... Do I care about breast size? Yes, I guess I do. Because... They're breasts. The bigger the better. You know, that's basically what is being said, right? So... I would say, yeah. Do I care about breast size? Yes. Because, again, the bigger the better. No, not not the bigger the better. Don't get me wrong. I don't want fucking balloons here. Don't get me wrong about that. But... I like to have something to play with. But then again, when I see a person and I find the person like attractive overall and they don't have big boobs, then I don't really care anyways either. So I think that there is like a sweet spot where it's just like, hey, she has a nice B cup and don't have to bother anybody about that. But like, to me, it's just like my ideal person has big boobs or bigger boobs, I should say. But Then and again, when I meet people in person and I find them attractive, that doesn't necessarily mean that they have big boobs. So, so to the question of Ayushi, do guys care about breast sizes? If so, why? Do I care? Yes, a little bit because I am a boob guy. So, it's fun to, you know, play with and stuff like that. But overall, it doesn't bother me if a woman doesn't have that, you know, if she has small breasts. If I find her attractive overall, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't really bother me as all. It's not gonna hold me back for engaging in a relationship with her because she has small breasts. So thank you for your question. And now moving on to the final question of the day coming from the MIDSL subreddit submitted by user formal underscore date underscore four nine two six. And they ask asshole for refusing to split rent with my boyfriend. I, the twenty year old female, I've been dating my boyfriend Jake, male 23, since our freshman year in college. In our last year of undergrad, we decided to rent an apartment together. We split everything 50-50, including utilities, groceries, and rent. We continued living together in the same town at our college after graduation, but recently we both got jobs in Chicago and we are currently living downtown. My dad works in real estate and he has multiple investment properties. My dad generously allowed me to live in one of the apartments rent-free, but he said that my boyfriend would have to pay him 400 bucks a month for rent. My dad is very protective and he has been nothing but kind to my boyfriend. My dad's reasoning for making my boyfriend pay rent is that he wants to be sure that my boyfriend is with me for me and not because he will have a free place to live. Keep in mind if my dad was renting this apartment out to tenants he would charge $2100 a month for rent. Very ritzy building in the middle of downtown Chicago. My boyfriend is mad at me because he said he asked me for my half of the $400 rent and I explained to him that I would will not be paying rent. My dad is only charging him. He says that he have been splitting rent for the past 2 years so why would he stop now? Our rent in our college town was $1,200, so we were both paying $600 a month. Our apartment in Chicago is significantly nicer, and and he is paying $200 less a month than what he was paying in college. Is it the idea that my dad doesn't charge me for rent, but charges my boyfriend so crazy? Should I suck it up and pay half because I can afford it? And then update it as well. Edit, Jake and I still split utilities and groceries 50-50, And we go out on date nights. We switch off who pays for it. If he pays one week, I'll pay the next. So this is absolutely... You're definitely not the asshole. Coming back to that fucking first question. Am I the asshole for refusing to split rent with my boyfriend? You're definitely not the asshole. Like you're saying, your dad is doing... You both really a favor by giving you this apartment and only charging four hundred dollars in rent, which is absolutely fucking little. That's so fucking little for an especially for an apartment in downtown Chicago. That's fucking crazy. So if I was the boyfriend, I would shut the fuck up. Cause like you were saying, you were both paying six hundred bucks a month, and now you know now you're paying four hundred bucks. Like, dude, what is wrong with you? You're basically looking a gift horse in the mouth, because not only are you paying less than you were paying, you all, you also have a way nicer apartment in downtown Chicago, which is fantastic. Like, why are you being such a fucking bitch about four hundred bucks? Then, and I get that. Hey, we split everything fifty fifty all the time, which I I get, but. It's one of those things where it's just like, well, what's the point? If like you were saying as well, like your debt would be charging $2,100 a month. So what you can say is like, hey, we can make the deal that we're going to pay 50-50, but we're going to then just charge you full price at that point. Like take it or leave it, dude, because this is fucking ridiculous. You're going to be worrying about 400 while you were paying 600 before this. I don't really think that he has a leg to stand on. And again, I get that he thinks that, oh yeah, I'm, I'm the only one paying rent, but like he's paying 400 bucks. 400 bucks. That is nothing, bro. That's absolutely fucking nothing. And again, like I'm saying, he's paying $200 less than he was paying in college. That's fucking crazy. So, going back to the question, as by user formal underscore date underscore 4926, am I the asshole for refusing to split rent with my boyfriend? Definitely not the asshole. You got the apartment because of your dad, and your dad is doing you a huge favor by basically not charging rent, and only judging your boyfriend $400, which is so very little, especially for a downtown Chicago apartment. So... For you saying like, hey, no, I got you this apartment, so I'm not going to pay, that doesn't seem that weird. And then your dad is also not charging full price. Like if he was charging full price, then I would be like, okay, maybe there is something to be said here if your boyfriend was paying like $2,000 in his loan sum. but he's not, he's paying $400. So I feel like you are doing what you should be doing and just be like, hey, this is basically my apartment and you're living with me. So you're going to be paying your part of the bill and that is just the $400 that you're paying because $400 is not that much for a downtown Chicago apartment. So yeah, you're definitely not the asshole. And that is going to be it for me for this week for this podcast. I hope you had a good time and if you did leave a leave a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts because both places give you the ability to leave a rating you can find this podcast on all your favorite podcast services. You can go to anchorfm didn not ask pod Over here, you can find all the services this podcast is available on, like Spotify, like Podcast Addict, like Pocket Cast. If it's not there, you can press the message button on the anchor.fm website, and you can send me a message saying that this podcast isn't available on your favorite podcast services. Then I will try and do my best to get it on there. Feed that message button on the Anchor.fm website. You can also ask me a personal question by recording a voice memo. So I can use your voice memo in this right here podcast. So you can get your question answered live on air. If you don't want your voice to be heard on this right here show, just say it somewhere in the message. Then I'll just read your question out myself so you can still get an answer on your question but get it anonymously. Okay, well. That's going to do it for me for this week. I hope to see you back next week. And in the meantime, and in between time, you can go to tracked.tv and see all the TV shows and movies that I'm watching. TV shows like Iggy like I was talking about. Like She-Hulk, like I was talking about. But also things like Stargirl and other stuff below deck. We're going to get below deck adventure now. We're going to go to the fucking uh, Nordic. Fucking cool. Very excited about that. So we're going to see what that's going to do for then. Well, thanks for listening. Hope you had a good time. Hope to see you back next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.